This is Healers Helping Healers radio show. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. I've decided to be a little bit more proactive. Again, this is Kira Shaper. I'm a clinical hypnosis instructor, and I run a group on Facebook called Healers Helping Healers. It's facebook.com slash groups slash healers help. And I'd love for you to come out there, join our group. We do lots of fun things, and we also do free giveaways and all kinds of stuff. So uh, today's um, talk is going to be around, are you using affirmations incorrectly? Uh, Don't miss out on your abundance. Because what happens sometimes is uh, our affirmations can be too positive. So I want to take some time to uh, actually talk about that so that... um, so that we are able to really uh, get our subconscious on board with what's going on. So we're going to talk about Ericksonian language patterns today. And uh, the reason why this is really important is because if we don't, if it's too positive, then our conscious mind is going to reject the statements. It's going to wake right up. It's going to come back to full consciousness. It's going to go, no, uh no, that's not true. And you might have noticed that too with some of the affirmations that you use or have used with your clients or even if you've been doing some of the work along the way for your uh, different healing modalities where you have used affirmations and – and your your client will even kind of look at you kind of funny, like, whoa, that's a little bit too positive. That's a little bit too happy. <laughs> you know, I'm not there. And um, me being a tiny bit cynical um, and not very trusting, uh, just from my own experience, my own life, and just allowing myself the opportunity to grow and develop in this way, um, I have experienced uh, where affirmations have been very, very helpful. You know, I accept myself exactly the way that I am. And that affirmation right there, if you think about it, I'm going to invite you just to take a moment and feel that statement. I accept myself exactly the way that I am. And I want you to listen to what comes up. Does the next statement that come up like, no, <laughs> or like, yeah, but, or yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm good. I'm solid. I'm straight. We're good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, whatever it is that comes up. So this is a good tool that you can use for your clients. And this is something um, that I learned from Jamie Smart. Um, he is an NLP fella in the UK, and um, absolutely fantastic. We're going to do a few of his little cards and things today, but um, but he is he talks about this in particular as being a particular exercise. And so I actually have this as assigned homework for my clients before they even come into the office. Well, not office anymore, but you know what I mean. So before they even see me, I say, okay. This is kind of like a hidden thoughts exercise where we say, all right, what comes up when you say, I accept myself exactly the way that I am? And 
I got to tell you, I have done years and years and decades of work on myself. And I would not be honest if I said, oh, no, I'm fine. No, I, that, so when my clients come in and they're coming in for a particular reason, and then they say, I give them that, say it, I say, yourself, and then they go, oh, nothing comes up. And it's like, something's in there. Otherwise, you wouldn't be sitting here in front of me, you know? So, so tell me what it is. Well, the first thing that comes up is, yeah, but, X, Y, Z. And then what I invite them to do is I say, okay, all you're going to do is say, thank you. Thank you. Whatever that statement is. Yeah, but you have anxiety. Yeah, but uh, you have a flabby tummy. Yeah, but um, you're not where you want to be financially. Yeah, but, right? Because those are really the beliefs that are in there. Instead of talking to ourselves in a way that makes us resist the statement that's coming up for us. Instead, what we'll do is we say thank you because it's like talking to a three- and four-year-old child, right? So if you have a three- and four-year-old child, we don't backhand them across the room when they say something negative. No. Or if they cry or if they're upset. No. It just makes it worse, right? Or something else happens as a result and you don't ever want your child or your people in your life to be in pain or, or be in fear. So what I invite people to do, just like we would do with a child if we were helping to correct them or help them in some other way, is we get down to their level, we look in the eye, and we go, what do you need? What can I help you with? How are you? You know, With this process, we say thank you. Because if I say, shut up, if I say, stop it, if I say, you're wrong, whatever it might be, then I am essentially handing my three and four-year-old subconscious mind, which is, that's all it is, it's three and four years old, and I'm saying, be quiet and resist the message that it's trying to give me. So we say, okay, thank you. And then if something else comes up, we go, thank you. Something else comes up, we go, thank you. Another variation of this would be when we say, um, that's lovable. So let's say our, conscious, our subconscious mind, we say, I accept myself exactly the way that I am. And my subconscious mind throws up, yeah, but you don't have as much money as you'd like to have. Or you don't have enough. Or you're not good enough because you can't make enough money. <laughs> right? Usually it's relatively nasty. It's not always, you know, geez, you really need more stuff. You know, I know it's, 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 it's more like, how are you so stupid that you can't figure this out? And why are you dumb? <laughs> you know, it's never like really super loving and positive, right? So you know what? Being stupid and dumb is lovable too. Being, being poor is lovable too. You know, not having enough, that's lovable too. Not knowing everything the, the right way to do, that's lovable too. You know, I am lovable. I'm lovable. That's lovable. Everything that this part of your consciousness throws up at you, you can say this to yourself. I'm lovable. I'm lovable. That's lovable. I say this. I say bitch is lovable too, right? I think I got that from one of my coaches. Uh, because a lot of us are so afraid to be mean. But here's the thing. 
it's not mean when we're asking for something that we deserve and want and need and desire. And, or we just have a preference. Uh, some of us who are recovering people pleasers like myself, uh, we think that if we say, no, I don't want to go to dinner tonight, you know, or no, I don't really want to go to that show or no, I really don't want to do that thing or, or whatever. And then that reaction that we get back could be one way or another, but we feel sad, guilty, wrong, like we did something wrong. Well, guess what? Doing something wrong is lovable too. Bitch is lovable too. Mean is lovable too. Angry is lovable too. And what happens essentially and eventually is the mind begins to dismantle the old beliefs that we have. So when all of those old beliefs have no foothold, they can't get to you because you continue to embrace the truth, which is we are always lovable 100,000% of the time, lacking nothing, needing nothing outside of ourselves to grow and develop and prosper and become abundant. There's, no, there's nothing standing in our way of that. And when we embrace that, we have to first, I see, uh, at least for me, get through some of those old beliefs that say it is not good to have what we want. Right? And that's the abundance factor here, which is what we're kind of talking about today. So in essence, and just to boil down that first exercise, is we find out where are we believing that we're not lovable? Where do we believe that we're not good enough? Where do we believe it? Because when we activate the belief thread to come up, when we say, I accept myself exactly the way that I am. Or I accept the situations that are around me exactly the way that they are, right? That could probably bring up some stuff, you know? Um, and then listening to what's really underneath it all. Because the underneath it all is what drives the boat, right? Uh, or generates the energy. Not the shellacking coating of sugary gum coating on top that says, I'm perfectly fine and everything's okay and the world is gumdrops and rainbows and kittens and unicorns. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not gumdrops and unicorns and rainbows. It's not. And you know what? That's okay. Because as we're developing, as we're growing, we will evolve into seeing more and more of those things. But we have to get that undercurrent cleared up and cleaned out first. Otherwise, we're going on a default, and our default was created for us usually by our parents, teachers, siblings, uh, and, and things like that when we were growing up. So we have to clean out the default, and then we will genuinely step into the unicorns, gumdrops, and rainbows, right? <laughs> we love the unicorns, rainbow, raindrop, uh, gumdrops, and rainbows. So as we're just learning and growing and developing and understanding, know that sometimes when we start to really touch on these things, some of those negative things do come up and that's okay. And this is why I say that we use affirmations incorrectly sometimes and why we want to correct that. Because if there is an undercurrent that we're unaware of because we're putting this shellacking coating on top and bad stuff is happening to us and we don't know why, it's because we're not touching on those things that can be easily released, shifted quickly, and then all of the circumstances of our lives change. 
They do. They have to because there's no energy in there to pull us out of alignment. So one way affirmations are really, really powerful, but I think it takes a little bit longer is if you hear them through repetition, because a belief is a thought we keep thinking over and over and over again. But if our conscious mind continues to negate that positive thought, it just takes longer. Will it still work? Absolutely. It will still work. Okay. So all we want to do is we first find out what do we want? That is the biggest question that all of us have all of the time. What do, what do we want? And never ask ourselves, right? We never ask ourselves what we want <laughs> unless there is a coach or somebody in front of us going, what, why are you here? What do you want? What do you need? What do you desire? What, is, what preference do you have? And finding that want is very, very simple for the most part. You know, let's say it's confidence. I want confidence. Well, when I'm working with a, with a client, I generally have to say, what is confidence? What do you believe confidence is? Right? And, and confidence, believe, people believe that confidence is something that it's not. Haven't you seen that before, maybe in your practice or maybe even some ideas that you've had and have, have shifted out of? It's confidence is quiet. Confidence is still. Confidence is knowing something. That's it. Confidence is just knowing something. I don't have to be loud about knowing something. I know my ABCs. I don't have to go around and say, look at me, I know my ABCs. Don't do that, you know. People, although maybe I should now that I think about it, um, just for fun. (laughs) All right. So anyway, we don't walk around and say, you know, that we, what we do is we know it. So if somebody asks me, do you know your ABCs? I would say, yes, I'm confident in knowing my ABCs. So you know your ABCs. So you can be confident in that. And when you feel the energy of that, can you feel the energy of knowing your ABCs, right? Very simple, right? I know that at some point I'm going to leave my house today. I know how to drive a car. I know things. So when we know something we're not boisterous about it. We don't need everyone in our tribe to know that we know something. All we do, all we do is just step into the energy of that feeling of confidence. Really? That's it. So knowing what it is, so knowing what you want and knowing what it really is is very important. Because a lot of people think, that guy that walks into the room and knows everybody at the party and wants to shake everybody's hand and wants to tell everybody jokes, that is not necessarily confidence. But people look at that and they think that's what they want. It's the same way with money. You know, somebody who happens to have a lot of money, they might, you might go, gosh, I really want to have that. Do you really? Because there's lots of stuff that goes along with having a lot of money, a lot of management, a lot of security. There's a lot of fear. There's a, there's a, but not only fear, maybe not with everyone, and I'm not saying that's with everyone. I'm just saying that there could be a desire to hold on to it or accumulate more or make more, and then there's a draw in that direction. And then in that direction that we go, we are stepping into the ego energy. 
right, that says, I want to make my illusion better and safer and more secure, right? So I get it. I love money, you know, <laughs> I love money. So what we do ne next <laughs> is if you say, I want to be confident. So we, we turn that into the I am statement, yes? I am confident, right? I am confident. Well, if you have a hard time speaking up in front of people, if you don't like crowds, if you, which I don't either, um, if you don't, uh, don't know what to say to people when they're having conversation, whatever it might be, let's say you know what the truth is. I am not confident. All right, so we've got two ends of the spectrum. I am confident. I'm not confident. What we have to do is find a middle ground. And that middle ground is I'm looking forward to being confident. We need that half step in our affirmation. Otherwise, our conscious mind is going to negate it, and it's going to take months to get that positive statement into your consciousness so much that when you walk into a room, you feel that feeling of confidence in any situation. If I say to you, um, if I say to you, if you were in hypnosis or you were in, and I say, you are confident, or I say to you, repeat the statement to yourself, I am confident. Well, the conscious mind is going to immediately stand up and say, no, you're not. And then that message did not get to the subconscious mind. Okay. So when we say I'm looking forward to it, that's a true statement, but it does a multiple things, doesn't it? It does, it says, I'm looking forward to it, which presupposes that it will happen in the future. And I'm not sure when in the future, but it will happen. And this is what's happening in your mind. Now, let's take that into money. Let's take that into financial abundance, okay? I am, so we want, what do we want? We want money. <laughs> I want money, right? All right. And then we say, I want a particular amount of money. M amount of money is even better, right? So we say, I want money. I am, I, I am money. I'm a money magnet. That's a, that's a good statement. I've heard that one a lot. I am a money magnet. And so what does that do? That presupposes that money comes to you, right? And it sticks to you, right? So uh, it's attracted to you. It wants you, right? It, there is something in money that is attracted to you. So that's great. But if I have $2 and that's the reality and I have this undercurrent of fear under here that says I accept my money situation the way that it is and then that message come up, comes up that says, no, no, I don't. It is not okay. I feel bad and miserable and sad and angry and lonely and blah, you know, whatever. Um, it's important we still address that undercurrent, but also remember that it's okay for us to take a half step into our affirmation. So now we have, I am a money magnet on the, the want to believe side. On the other side is what's currently true, which I am poor. Right. So now we have I'm a money magnet. I am poor. And we find that middle ground. And with Ericksonian language patterns, that middle ground is that half step.
step that says, you know, it's possible. People do have money. They generate and create money all the time. And what does that say? That says people, and guess who's a people? I'm a people. If I'm a people, they're a people. We're all people. I can make that and generate that money in abundance because they did. Okay. So now we have, you know, people do attract money all the time. So can you feel how easy that statement can be? Now, is it finished? No. Um, because there can be a little bit of a conscious resistance in there that says, um, that says, yeah, well, people do, but I don't, right? So there, there can be something that they follow up with. However, if I were to say, you know, people do attract money all the time because it's fun and it can feel effortless. So if I follow it up when I'm doing a suggestion for a client or if I'm doing a suggestion when I'm talking to someone, because I do that a lot, that's called covert hypnosis, and it's also reframing. When I say, somebody would come to me and go, oh, money, I just can't seem to get any money. You know, first I want to know, do you have an avenue to get money? <laughs> Is there, are you expecting somebody to drop like money bags on your porch because you might have to do a lot of affirmations and a lot of cleaning your energy up and a lot of letting go in order to make that happen. So first we need to know that there's a stream of revenue that's possible to come into their awareness. Not only that, but discovering multiple streams of income is also incredibly wise. So if you can find one way to make money and find three ways and find five ways to make money and let it trickle in, then you're going to always generate something. Some things will fall to the wayside and then other things will come up and take its place. But always look for those incoming revenue streams and those potentials, those possibilities. When I closed our clinic, our office, our actual clinic, what I did was I just started looking for every opportunity. I had some jewelry uh, from my store, so I just started selling that online. That worked out really well. Then I was uh, I drove I drove for Uber, which was horrible, and it's <laughs> just not me at all. And I don't even like driving, so it was a bad choice. But it was quick money. And then um, what did I do? Um, oh, I was seeing clients still, uh, a few here and there. And then, um, oh, I sold some furniture that I had. You know, so I just found, I uh, sold some programs. I sold, um, I sold some um, hypnosis. Um, uh, I sold a couple of hypnosis certifications, you know. So there was lots of different ways that I could bring money in. And that's something that I learned when I was a little kid. My mother and my grandmother did yard sales. My mother watched children. Um, my mother cleaned houses. My mother, um, my grandmother and I would go and sell vegetables. Um, my grandma would also go and sell vegetables to the grocery store. My grandma would also go to the bank and try and see what she could to figure out with them. And like if there was anything, like could she find ways to do things? She would also, I remember not too long ago, 
she found, uh, she had a Wells Fargo pewter plaque and she went to the Wells Fargo bank and sold it to the bank manager. Listen, when we talk about confidence, <laughs> my grandma Mera has it in space. <laughs> she has got it all over her. And because she knows what she wants and then she just goes and gets it. And because she knows, she knows. And she knows what she has is valuable to someone. It may not be valuable to her, but it's valuable to somebody else. So my entire life has been about multiple streams of income. Now, if you've never been presented with that in that way, where you had somebody that just worked a job for 30 years and that's how you grew up and, and you learn that's the way to do it, it can be a little bit strange at first. But once you start doing it, it becomes really, really fun. Okay, so, um, so now what we're doing here is let's look at some more half steps. All right, so let's say um, I want to discover, I, I discover multiple streams of income. Okay, I have multiple streams of income. You see how positive that is? And it's, it's true, like it's a true statement as if it were. So on the other side of that, you say, I can't make money no matter what I do, <laughs> right? I, no matter what I try, I can't make any money. All right. So there, there's the, the things. Now, here's the deal. Even though the statement is negative, it feels true. And so it makes it more powerful. So the positive statement not feel true, which causes it to not have as much power because it feels like a lie. This is, how, this is how important affirmations are and the structure of affirmations and why it's so important for you. Because if you uh, give somebody a bunch of affirmations, which are very powerful and do work absolutely all the time, it just takes a little bit longer, giving them a half step as an option makes the difference. Okay, so he said, I have multiple streams of income. I don't have multiple streams. of income. I don't know how to make any additional money. So then the half step would be, won't it be interesting when I find new ways to bring in abundance? Does that, feel, does that feel easy, right? It feels easy. It feels like, yeah, that's, you know, yeah, that would be kind of nice. I, I like that idea. Well, I don't know how it'll happen, but I don't really need to right now. So, hmm, I, I'm looking forward to figuring it out. I'm looking forward to letting it come to me. I'm interested in seeing how the universe is going to show up for me that way. And so as you are playing with this idea, you can go online and you can go and look up Ericksonian language patterns. There's also, I'm going to put a link on this, uh, where you can get these things called, they're salad cards, salad like the salad lettuce you eat. And Jamie Smart created them. And they're Ericksonian language pattern cards. And I play with them. Like I play with solitaire and then I'll read the card as I'm putting it down. And when you read the card, then you kind of make up your own, you know, so there's a couple other ones. So there's, and I've already used a couple uh, language patterns that we've been talking, kind of strung them together. So let's say it's the money magnet piece, you know, we go, you know, people do, they make money all the time, magical ways. It's so interesting how effortless and easy it is for most people. I enjoy the fact that I'm like most people. 
I feel good about that prospect of bringing money in easily and effortlessly. I enjoy the idea of learning how to bring in those additional revenue streams. And I enjoy that everything is coming my way. But I don't know what's going to happen. That's okay because when it does, it's going to feel much more easy than I ever dreamed it could. Right? So this is this is how whenever I'm talking to someone and somebody says, I'm going to give you a few examples. So I'm looking forward to, I want to write these down. I'm looking forward to creating abundance. I'm looking forward to having all that I want. I'm looking forward to health and happiness coming to me in creative ways. I'm looking forward to enjoying the possibilities that life has to offer me. I'm looking forward to becoming more inspired and enlightened every single day. I'm looking forward to early retirement because every day is going to feel like magic, right? Um, there's the um, I wonder when. I wonder when, right? Because when I wonder, I have to activate my imagination, which is my subconscious mind, which dictates the world, my world which it, whatever the mind can conceive, the mind can achieve, right? Napoleon Hill. So I conceive of it, it is achievable. But if I don't conceive of it, because I'm shellacking my consciousness with a bunch of overly positive affirmations, I know you know what I was going to say, um, overly positive affirmations that I, you know, I am uh, – missing out on the opportunity to really explore what my imagination truly gives me. So if I say, I wonder when there's two pieces to it, I wonder, so that activates my imagination, which activates my subconscious mind. And when tells me that it is coming, it is in the future. It will be soon, probably. And if not, we can add in the soon. All right. So we go, I wonder when, I wonder when I'll feel so easy about abundance that abundance comes to me freely and effortlessly. I wonder when that $10,000 check is going to come my way. I wonder when I'm going to feel more at ease, comfortable, confident, and secure. I'm excited about wondering when <laughs> these things happen to me easily and effortlessly. Right? All right. Then we have yet. I like this one. I love this one. This one is so cool. When somebody says, and when I'm in session with somebody, and you can do this with your friend, your family, you know, whatever, in conversation at the grocery store, and I have had these kinds of conversations at the grocery store, and you are healers, so I am sure that you have had kind of weird conversations at the grocery store, because everybody wants to tell you their problems, because you're a healer. Okay. Uh, and it's in you. It's in you. It's attracted to you. All right. So when I say... Uh, let's say my client comes to me and like, oh, I just don't understand how I am going to be able to feel good. I'll go, yet, you seem to be doing a pretty good job today because you walked through the door and you came to see me and I believe that you're on the right path. So what does that do for them? Well, first off, if I just left it there, then they could stay wrapped up in their their illusion for a very long time. And they can go round and round and round and round and round, and they could just dig themselves a really deep hole about it. Or they can say, 
you know, huh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I like the word maybe. I use maybe a lot, you know, because if I say, if somebody says, well, they just don't understand what I'm doing. I'll go, maybe. That may be true, but it may not be, right? So if I'm saying to somebody, yet, I am I'm essentially negating their entire statement that they gave me. Not because they're bad or wrong, but because the statement isn't resourceful. It's just not a resourceful statement. And they're coming to you or they would be coming to me in order to get what they need to help them transition into a better life and experience. Right? Okay. So when we have, I say, okay, and so a lot, that's all right. Yet, I'm learning how to get better about talking on the radio. There you go. <sighs> Another one is because. Because is a very powerful statement. Because when, <laughs> when we are, this is a study that was done. So the study is very simple. The study was that they had a lady go to the bank. And she said, I'm, they said, okay, we want you to cut in line. And we want to see, it doesn't matter if they let you in front of them or not. We just want to see how does, how well it works using a couple of statements. The lady said that she, she went into the bank. She, she asked the person in front of them, in front of her, said, hey, can I cut in line? And the lady and the person in front of them said, No. No. I mean, I might let somebody cut in line. I don't generally need it because the reason why is because I tend to go with the flow a bit. Not always, but sometimes. If I'm asked, it's different. But if I'm not, that just irritates me. So when the the lady, she said, okay, they generally, they said, no, you can't cut in line. The next time she went, she said, um, can I cut in line because my baby's in the car and I have to go and blah, 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 blah. and they were like, oh my gosh, yes, absolutely go in front of me. There was a sense of urgency because there was a because. The next time the lady went in, they were wondering, does the because have to matter or does it just need to be, or do they just need to have a reason, even if the reason isn't important? The next time she went she said I have to go may I cut in front of you because I have to get my hair done she was at the bank they said sure go ahead the because doesn't matter all right so if we were to really embrace this idea that I'm suggesting to you you could pretty much help people come to deep awarenesses to activate their imagination, which activates their world around them using some very, very simple techniques. So first one, I'm looking forward to it. The next one is I wonder when. The following one after that is yet. So negating any of the previous negative statement that they used. And then finally, be because when I say, 
um, I believe that you're going to get exactly what you need from this experience, that you are going to have everything that you want and more because you're there, because you're listening, because you already have this information in you. What did I say? I didn't say anything, did I? Because I used a because, it becomes more real. It becomes more uh, accurate. Is it untrue? No, 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 it's not untrue. Because you are listening, because you are there. (laughs) But think about what that says. Does that really say anything? You're listening? So I've listened to people and never got a single moment of true information. (laughs) I've listened to lots and lots of people and never got anything. You know, I just think about, you know, algebra. You know, I listened to that teacher a lot. Did I, can I do algebra? I could do A plus B equals C sometimes, right? But fractions would even be a better example. No, I do not got that. You know, (laughs) just because I listen, I understand it. No. Or because um, I'm here. Yeah, we can be here, but we can also be a million miles away. But I'm just wanting to prove my point here. The reason why I want to prove the point is because, and this is genuine, because when you are out in the world and people are using this tactic against you in marketing, in different places like that, you will never be subjected to it because you will always question what comes after the because. Always. When you question what comes after it, then you can either allow it to be true because it's a positive and good statement, or if you're thinking Arby's because it's late, suddenly go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I am not falling for that because. Because that because makes no sense, right? All right. So now, so what do we learn here? (laughs) Here's what we learned that you can use Ericksonian language patterns to get what you're wanting. You can help your clients get what they want as well. If we use them in a way that activates our conscious mind to become calm and not overreact to too positive of a statement, then we have full carte blanche of the subconscious mind. And that subconscious mind makes up 95% of who we are. And since it makes up who we are, when we are shifting the understandings within that realm, then we are changing our reality. Now, does this just blow smoke in the face of A Course in Miracles? Maybe. (laughs) We might be playing with the illusion a little bit. Sure. But really the underlying bottom line is going to be we need to clear out any default programming. We need to see what those undercurrents are. What are we truly believing? What do we believe about money? What do we believe about our circumstances? What do we believe about the situations? By asking ourselves that question that says, I accept myself exactly the way that I am. I accept the situation exactly the way that it is. Finding out what comes up, saying, uh-uh, that's lovable, uh-uh, poor is lovable too, uh-uh, homeless in a cardboard box, lovable too, uh-uh, I'll just, you know, whatever. 
and it can be any number of things. And then we say, okay, so I believe that money doesn't grow on trees. I'm not going to have what I want. I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do with my life. I'm not going to be able to travel the world. Okay, well, let's, let's work through it. We say, well, not traveling the world is lovable too. I can release that and let it go. And perhaps it'll come to me in the future. And I wonder when that'll come to me. And I wonder uh, when exactly those feelings are going to come into play that will help me to allow myself to guide myself into believing that good things are always on their way to me, that I am looking forward to those good things coming to me freely and easily and effortlessly. And it's so fun just to get into the prospect. And even though those things aren't happening, Yet, I know that they are coming my way. And as they come my way, I am enjoying the deliciousness of my ideas of freedom and peace and joy and dancing and going to places that I've never been and maybe going to those places because I'm invited on a trip somewhere because people just love me. And they love to be with me and I love being with them and everything feels so good because money is flowing into my experience and just by the bullshitfuls because I have multiple streams of income and all of these good things are coming to me and I'm so enjoying the prospect of all of this happening because it is meant to be for me. <laughs> ah, ooh. That was good. <laughs> I enjoyed that very much. I don't know if y'all enjoyed it, had a caller come on and leave, but that's okay because I am happy. I am happy. And I am grateful for our time that we get to spend on Fridays. I enjoy the the uh, the experience of being with you. And, and I know that, that even though this is just getting started and there's people just starting to come in and there's the group is growing, which I'm so excited about. We're almost at 400 people in our Facebook group, which is the bomb. All right. So I just want to tell you again, it's facebook.com slash groups slash healers help. We'd love for you to join us. Love, 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 love for you to join us. And I, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still developing. And I hope that you hang out with me more and you listen and, and be a part of this awesome ride because you are so worth, you are really, truly, truly, truly worth feeling good and being happy. I want to be a part of that journey. So thank you again. I hope that you have a fantastic, fantastic day. I enjoy you. Thank you so much. Take care. This is Healers Helping Healers radio show. Thanks for listening.